The Washington Commanders joined the Thanksgiving Day festivities over at Dallas to take on the Cowboys. We've got your game preview with Jeff Avanaugh. Greetings and salutations and welcome to your game preview as the Washington Commanders go face off against the Dallas Cowboys on the Thanksgiving Day match. Will they spoil our Thanksgiving more than likely, but it's okay. We're going to have a lot of fun here. We have Jeff Kavanaugh joining us from the Believe in Cowboys podcast here to give us the Cowboys side of things. Stoner. Yes, sir. Off, happy Thanksgiving. Hey, same to you. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Absolutely. Washington definitely not, you know, in position to really win this, but they've surprised us before. Sure. And there's, there's at least one game of Ron Rivera season where they beat a team that they have no business beating. True. Is that going to happen on Thursday? Yes. There we go. All right. Let's. <laughs> I mean, I have. I don't know. Let's 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 hope so. I think they have a chance to beat Dallas. It's a short week. Kind of throw everything out the window in terms of trends and everything because of the short week and plus the rivalry. You just never know how these things go. We beat Dallas last year. Uh, in the week 18, we beat them the year before, or maybe not the year before. I think that was the year they bludgeoned like, us. We got white. swept, yeah. Yeah, but, but we then swept the year them before the that. Yeah. Right, exactly. You never know how this rivalry game is going to go. So in, in a year, and it's a lost year already, but hey, they're, they're probably at this point is nothing better to end this season than to beat the Cowboys. Yeah. That'll that'll help ease the pain a little bit if you can beat Dallas. Yeah, Ron Rivera is three and three against the Cowboys in Not his bad. time here at Washington. You brought up that week 18 win. That was Sam House's first victory. Sure. He played like a rookie then. He's got a little bit more experience underneath his belt. And everybody misremembers that Dallas Cowboys game. They want to, mm-hmm. they want to poo-poo it. Okay, Stoner. They want to say they weren't playing their starters and they weren't trying and all this other stuff. Dallas was very much trying to win that game because that was their only hope to get a higher seed and host a playoff game. It wasn't, I think until the third quarter into the third quarter that they really started peeling back the starters when they realized the game was getting out of hand and the other game that they needed to go in their favor, wasn't going in their favor. So Washington winning that one and kind of coming back and maybe there is a little bit of hope here for Washington. We've seen them play up to their competition. So that might be giving us some hope, but I tell you what, we're going to have to talk with Jeff here to see whether or not there really is anything. So I welcome to the channel, Jeff Cavanaugh from Believe in Cowboys. Hey, Jeff, thanks for joining us here on Ref the District. I know you probably have a fantastic Thanksgiving meal planned. You're a little under the weather now, but you're going to be feeling much better on Thursday uh, when your Dallas Cowboys probably stomp the bricks off of our Washington Commanders. Is there any hope that the Cowboys don't ruin my Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah, actually, I think there is. I mean, I don't. Do I think it's going to happen? No. <laughs> but is there hope? Sure. It's look. I honestly, I think Washington is one of the weirdest teams in the league. Mm. Because I, I think man for man, that ain't a bad roster, really. Yeah. I like, and this is kind of top of my head, but I'd spend way too much time on NFL and watching tape and things. Like I think three fifths of the offensive line ain't bad. The weapons ain't bad. The runner's not bad. 
quarterback, uh, sometimes, um, you got a hell of a corner. Safety's okay. Linebacker's okay. D tackle's awesome. It's not we a hear bad. This, Jeff, we hear this every week from the folks it's, we talk to and the posing teams. It's not a bad roster. Four and seven. It's not a bad roster. Like Carolina sucks. Right. Yeah. Carolina has a bad roster. Yeah. But okay, so Washington, and I would imagine, look, if I covered Washington, it would probably be maddening and it would probably make me mad to hear it. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I, I just I don't think that that's a bad roster. That is a if we got decent quarterback play and coaching, 500 or better roster, I think. It's but I don't know. Sam Howell's weird. <laughs> I, I don't know. You guys got to tell me what to do with Sam Howell. I mean, every once in a while, I'm like, oh, look at him go. And then a lot of times you're like, hey, you should throw it by now. Um, yeah. oh, oh, but not there. Uh, <laughs> so, like, he's, yeah, he's, he's, had, a, he's had a couple way. of those games. Yeah. It, yeah. We were, you know, in the offseason, I was not a howler, you know, a howl guy. And then now I am. And then Nathan in the offseason was a howl guy. Now he's wavering a little bit because. It is kind of up and down, but isn't that the way it's supposed to be for a first-year quarterback who was not picked very high? You guys had that same situation when Dak eventually became the guy. Yeah, but Dak came in and lit the world on fire, which was why. I mean, he walked onto a really good team, too. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, look, quarterback. talking about quarterbacks is crazy town anyway because at this point, if you ask anybody about Dak, they made up their mind four years ago, whichever direction it is. And so even if he is leading the league or second in the league in total QBR and for whatever you think of pro football focuses grades, I don't care for him very much, but the number one graded quarterback and there are people who decided four years ago, Dak ain't it. And so he's just still not it. And he sucks. And it's just like, you know, you got to let him play. And it's a weird place to be because if they don't have that I was drafted early pedigree, then people are going to kind of look at him sideways. And, yeah, I and I don't know, as an organization, how much of a leash are you given? I mean, this is just my gut. You guys tell me that I would imagine Sam Howell will play out this year and get a look next year. And then you go, okay, what are we going to do? Mm. I would imagine oh. he's still got a year and change to figure out if you think that he's it or not. And man, he's one of those guys in the league that I have no idea if he's it or not. No, idea. he definitely he definitely has some of those outstanding throws, and then he then he has some of that Dak Prescott in him, where you're just like, why did he just do that type <laughs> deal? And Dak has been good, and I'm a Dak supporter. I can't believe most Cowboy fans that I interact with here in Oklahoma dislike him, uh, especially after they supported Tony Romo all those years. Like I'm like, Dak Prescott's a good QB, but he has had some of these just dumbfounding plays that he does, and it's cost the Cowboys games against winning teams, Cowboys roster quality up and down. The coaching is whatever, but that roster is good enough to beat the bad teams and newsflash. Washington's a bad team, but they struggle against the good teams. Why is that? Honestly, I think it's because that's most teams, whatever really good quarterback that you like on whatever team that you think is really good. Check their record against teams with winning records and you're going to find that they go about 500 because it's hard. The NFL is hard. Mm. Um, this year, Jalen hurts is the exception where I th- he has not lost to a winning team. And is that for his career? He hasn't lost to a winning team. It might be for his career. Mm. Um, and does that mean that Jalen hurts is the best quarterback? No, at least not to me. Um, 
I just, I just think it's it's hard. I even take like Dak's playoffs, and if you take all of the games and the majority of them, he played well. Hmm. Did your team play well enough to win that day? I think it's very Tony Romo all over again, where it's like you give them a competitive roster, you give them a defense that is good enough to win a Super Bowl, you get to the playoffs and you see what happens. And then if you lose to the 49ers twice when you're an underdog going in, so you're supposed to lose, then we have to question the quarterback. You're supposed hmm. to lose. Yeah. What are we? Yeah, you want to go on the run. You want to be the team that does. But I think Tom Brady and Pat Mahomes ruined us. Mm. Where it's like, why have? Why aren't you winning all the Super Bowls? Why aren't yeah. you in the title game? Why aren't you in the? Because it's hard. That's why. Because yeah, we're going to try to win twelve right? again, and we're going to try again to see if we can win playoff games. We're just going to yeah. try again. Yeah, what is the general feeling there of Coach McCarthy? Because we like to make fun of him here. There was that uh, clip maybe last year when he got up there and said. You know, one of my posts to say, and so we like to goof on him for that. But I mean, generally, wherever he's gone, he's won, but he's also just kind of had good rosters. Is he a guy that you think that can get the Cowboys, you know, over the top, get to that get next level? I, I mean, I don't think it'll be because of him if they do. I think mm-hmm. it'll be that they played well on the days that they needed to play well. But I like I think all our evidence points to that Mike McCarthy is a very good Monday through Saturday coach. I don't think there's anything that jumps out at you where it's like that team's not prepared. That team didn't play hard. This schematically is stupid. I don't think any of those things exist. His track record is really, really good. And on Sundays, like most people, you'll have moments where you're like, oh, why did he do that? Oh, why didn't he do that? Why didn't he? And, and it, it's almost like the quarterback thing where I just encourage people watch other teams games the way that you watch your team and you're going to do the same thing. You're going to be like, Oh my God, Bill Belichick's stupid. Mm-hmm. My God, Mike Tomlin's an idiot. And it's like, but because you watch your team a certain way and for Mike McCarthy, it's exactly what you just said. The way he talks, you can make fun of it. Yeah. And the Cowboys had Jason Garrett before him. Very squared away. Hmm. And so, like, so Mike McCarthy is not in as good a shape and talks in a way that a lot of people would look at and be like, is he very smart? Hmm. And so it's easy to just be like that dummy. Look at that dummy. Uh, But I think everything about Mike McCarthy says that he's a good coach. Like Before the year started, I think he was the favorite to be the first guy fired. And I'm just like, what are people, what are people doing? Hmm. What do you, you think winning 12 games two years in a row is, like a given in the NFL. You think that that's just that the coach is an idiot. It's, it's really hard because the Cowboy fan base, even within itself, much less the rest of the country, it is very much, which side are you on? You can't have like nuance and football talk, which is why I insist on it. Um, But yeah, McCarthy is either an idiot or he's awesome. Dak either sucks or he's the best. You can't just say, I think you have a good head coach. See the best? No, I'd take Mike McDaniel or Kyle Shanahan or a guy that I think schematically there is no doubt on Sunday. He's helping me. I'm winning because, and then do, 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 do. Hmm. But I don't have anything to tear Mike McCarthy or pull Mike McCarthy down. I think he's good. He's a good head coach. Hmm. Well, getting back to the game here on Thursday, Washington has had problems keeping Sam Howell upright. However, Against teams, we expect Sam Howell to be on his backside. The offensive line has held their own. Talking about Philadelphia there. Now, against teams that maybe we didn't think so, they've racked up the sacks quite extensively. 
there's a scary guy across the field called mm-hmm. Micah Parsons. How bad is he going to wreck this offensive line? Uh, I will, I would set the over under for his sacks at right at two. Mm-hmm. I think he'll either have one and a half or two and a half would be my guess mm-hmm. because they do, uh, they go matchup hunting for Micah. And so he's sure. not, he doesn't play the right edge or the left edge or line up in the middle. He goes where they think that he's going to whip somebody. So if I had to guess, I would say in this game, if you play center or left guard for Washington, get ready to see Micah Parsons. And, uh, Cause they go, they go matchup hunting for him. And yeah, that's exactly where you'd want to line them up. That's yeah, a, that's yeah. a turnstile waiting to happen there. Yeah. Then Dan Quinn and I are on the same page. I was just looking at, Washington and I was just like, yep, that's where he's going. He's going yeah. to U2. Um, and he's got help. It's a nice the rest of that line is obviously not Micah Parsons, but Tank Lawrence is one of the most, I think, underrated players. He's the most underrated player on the Cowboys. Uh, mm. he's phenomenal. He's just not the super twitched up pass rusher, and so he gets overlooked because he's just a really, 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 really good player. It's a solid pass rusher. Um, and then they got a bunch of other dudes that, yeah, they could go get him. Lawrence Armstrong could go get him. Uh, Dante Fowler, Sam Williams, they could go get him. They got, they got dudes that, uh, can pressure the quarterback when you try too much to worry about Micah Parsons. They got other guys that'll win one-on-one. Um, so I would expect, and I mean, you guys said it, if, you know, if Philadelphia couldn't do it, that's interesting that you have games where your line that you think is overmatched stands up. But like my gut would be that the Cowboys are going to sack Sam Howe five or six times. I, I that's probably a good bet. I w- I would not bet against that, especially uh, if you especially if the game script goes the way that it's very possible it does. What if the Cowboys are up ten nothing, seventeen seven? Like, well, here we go. This is yeah. this is their favorite place to be. Yeah. Now this is a short week. Of course, we're going to be playing on a Thursday. Everybody, we both just played on Sunday. What's the injury report looking like for the Cowboys? What about CD lamb and some of the other important uh, players that got dinged up a little bit? CD seemed like it was mostly nothing. Like he was out there today and he's going to be fine. Um, I'm trying to think, was there anybody that jumped out that was a problem today? I think they are. I think they came out of that pretty darn healthy and you'll be getting every bit of the dallas cowboys on thursday <laughs> yeah i don't think well, anybody i don't think anybody's gonna be out yeah and it, and it's weird too I, these short weeks i don't know how much practicing they actually do you just had a game on sunday and you got to turn around especially for washington who's got to travel out to dallas and, and so the the injuries are are a little scary these thursday games are usually tough to watch because i think of the short weeks obviously and the concern for injuries, but yeah, I was, I was kind of hoping you'd say something different with CD lamb. Cause no, I think uh, no, no CD will CD will be fine. I think oh. the only guys, it was Rico Dowdle and J Ron curse are the only guys that were DNPs today. And okay. uh, so the second running back and a safety who was supposed to be really, really good. That's had a bad year. So you might rather curses out there, honestly. And, and just real quick on the Rico Dowdle deal. He, he's kind of come out of nowhere to be uh He's shown some flashes, especially in that Giants game, obviously in some mop-up duty, but is he the real deal or is he just kind of stealing some snaps here in in garbage time? Honestly, I think he looks it. I think um, I don't think Pollard came back 
the same player that he was from his season-ending injury last year, which is mm. a Cowboys special. Get hurt, we'll give you money. Uh, mm. Terrence Steele, who's having an awful year. Michael Gallup, who looks like he's probably done. They yeah. love paying guys that they like that are hurt. Um, I thought Pollard was, over the course of his career, even though he wasn't used enough, a top five running back in the entire NFL. And you could back that up with every metric you want to look at, not just yards per carry, but, you know, the yards after contact or force missed tackles, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that's missing this year. And I don't think it's a, oh, he's the starter now. I think he doesn't look quite the same. And it looks like Rico is the guy that has more juice hmm. when he actually, when you actually give him a chance. Although Pollard looked really good on his touchdown run. I'm like, yeah, more of that, please. Actually run somebody over. Actually get through a tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like Dowdle. I think next year he'll be one of the Cowboys' two running backs, and Pollard won't be. Mm. Mm. So enough of this uh, Dallas Cowboys love fest from the three of us, because it's <laughs> going to make me make, get, get a little caught in my throat here with uh, something. But what are the ways to beat the Cowboys on Thursday? What, what, do, what does Washington have to do to beat the Cowboys? Um, what you need to do is you need to get good Sam Howell. You need to not get behind early. So you got to get out of the gates. Okay. Mm, We struggle with that. The way to beat the Cowboys, I think is to take advantage of where you can find matchups that you can win consistently. And I don't think that's against Deron Bland. And I don't think it's against Stefan Gilmore, Mm. but there should be a target on number two. That's Jordan Lewis Cowboys slot corner. And there should be a target on the non-Malik Hooker safety on the field. I think that is where you can make plays. Donovan Wilson and J. Ron Curse both have been really good the last couple of years, and they both got paid, and neither one has played well this year. But Hmm. I think across the board, the Cowboys have a good defense. They're pretty good at every level. Marquise Bell has been awesome playing linebacker, and he's not even a linebacker. He's a safety. Hmm. Um so they're good, but you know they can be had. I think they can be had by a running game and then a passing game that is committed to just popping shots at the middle of the field, where you're taking the guys you're going after: Jordan Lewis, Jaron Curse, Donovan Wilson. You find those guys, you run the ball. You don't have a bunch of big negative plays, uh, and you. This is so generic, but it's so true. <laughs> if you're going to say the worst team is going to win. Recover you a fumble and get a pick. Sure. Win the turnover battle by two. Yeah. Washington don't. lost theirs by six against the Giants. They were favored by nine points, so we know exactly how that could work out. <laughs> That'll change things. Turn the ball over. <laughs> don't turn the ball over and turn the other team over. See what happens. That's right. All right, my last question for you, Jeff. Uh, give me a score prediction for Thursday, Thanksgiving, tradition in Dallas against the Commanders. Uh, Cowboys. I did say it's possible. Remember, it's mm. possible that the Cowboys lose this game. Thirty right. to seventeen, Cowboys. <laughs> okay, it's possible, much, but much you don't think than what most people would probably <laughs> predict for this game. Jeff, we appreciate you jumping on here with us on Ref the District. What's going to be on your plate for Thanksgiving as you watch the game? I eat like an eight-year-old, so I will have turkey with all the brown gravy you could possibly imagine. Oh yeah. Um, and then outside of that, I'll be dodging most of the sides, but my family knows that I'm generic. So I'll probably have some green beans and some corn. Uh, I wish Mac and cheese was a side at Thanksgiving. I know some people do it, but most don't. I wish it was because it's delicious. I mean, Turkey is bad unless you smoke it or deep fry it. Yeah. And right. so it, it needs some help. It definitely needs some help on that plate there. So I understand that Brown gravy 
Well, Jeff, we appreciate you jumping on here with us on Ref the District. It's been fun, and hopefully our Thanksgiving isn't spoiled and yours is. And that's all I can say about that. We do appreciate it. We are presented by Bet Online. I'm Nathan. That's the stoner here on Ref the District. And until next time, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Be a fan. Thank you.